Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 11th day of December. I'm Paul. I want to thank you for being with me today. I want to say thank you to all of those of you who have been reaching out and letting me know what Greater Than Jonah is doing for you. We're getting some great returns from people on the book. Uh, Those of you who have ordered it, uh, either through us or Amazon, or you've listened or I'm sorry, you've read the digital version that maybe you ordered through Kindle or through our website. There's several different ways to read it. Um, but anyway, I, I just want to say thank you. It's been a blessing to me, and I'm so excited that it's been a blessing to you. Um, if you are still looking for a copy and maybe for a Christmas gift, no promises with the way the Postal Service runs that we could get it to you by Christmas, but we'll try. You could order it at paulwhiteministries.com, and we'll ship it as quickly as we can. We try to get everything out next day, especially at this time of year, so that uh, people can get their copies of the books. Um, I've also been in the studio. um, At the time that this comes to you, we might be finished. If not, we're going to be very close to being finished with the audio version of the book, that we're going to put on Audible. This will be the first of any of our books that have went to Audible. And hopefully, if the process is um, not too difficult, um, and we're, we're, you know, sort of wading into this to see everything that it takes, um, then maybe we'll be able to do the other books at some point in the future. We do have the audio version of Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul, in our additional content behind the paywall at paulwhiteministries.com. That, along with a few other things, are in that. Um, so if you're interested in that, that is available. Go to go to our store and check out the additional content. Um, but the Audible book's coming, and I'm just trying to keep people posted that's coming after the first of the year. All right, let's stop with the, 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 the other stuff. Let's get into Advent. Day number 15 in this season of light in the midst of the darkness, the anticipation of the arrival of the Lord Jesus. A couple of days ago, I told you that what we're probably going to do, I say probably because sometimes I kind of change from day to day or I get away from the microphone and I have other thoughts and think, ooh, I want to talk about that. But um, pretty pretty consistent on this thought the last couple of days is that I want to start to examine the characters around that first advent of Jesus. We talked a couple of days ago about John the Baptist. Yesterday, We started what is really a two-day podcast yesterday and today on the star that appeared in the sky, and and we we brought the shepherds in. We didn't say a ton about the shepherds yesterday, but I want to talk about the wise men. We'll sort of bleed that over with talking about the shepherds before we get into the reading. Um, The shepherds and the wise men are two totally dynamic, different sorts of people. The shepherd are kind of low end of the financial totem pole. Um, and then the, the Magi are wealthy. Um, one's Jewish, the other's Gentile. One are people of faith. The other are people of sort of, uh, science is probably the wrong word. They're probably uh, Zoroastrians. They probably serve a multitude of strange gods, but they're most certainly astrologers of some sort. Um, and that's why they follow the star. And it's not a star that's normally in the sky, so that's why it becomes some sort of spectacular event for them. And I know that there's astronomers and historians who place certain planets or stars in the sky at that time of night and in Israel that weren't normally there, and that's what they might have been seeing. I'm not 
really concerned about that argument from a historical perspective, but to see that the gospel, the first real glimpse of the New Testament gospel, which is the light in the midst of the darkness, good news, it's not going to stay dark forever, is picked up by both Jew and Gentile, by the poor and the rich, by the low end and the high end. And so there's no discrimination And we've got women in the story, and we've got men in the story, and we've got the unemployed in the story, and we've got the low employed in the story, and we've got pagans in the story, and they're all getting to see this. And it tells me that what is beautiful in the presentation of the Advent season is that the the darkness equally applies to everyone, but the light gives everyone equal promise. Let's talk about wise men for a second from Matthew chapter 2 today, verses 1 and 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men or magi in the Greek, or as we call them, magi, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. And we, we don't have sort of an Old Testament, a true Old Testament precedent for a few of the incidents that, are, that, are, that seem to be prophetic in the book of Matthew. Um, and we don't, have, we, we don't have a real Old Testament precedent for this baby having his own star. We do, we do know that the birth of Jesus is prophesied repeatedly in the Old Testament, never called Jesus, but most certainly prophesied that the prophet is coming or prophesied that a baby will be born. We do have something a little bit that might be, and I just want to share with you Balaam's fourth prophecy from Numbers 24. And Balaam is a guy of great controversy in the Old Testament. Um, He's eventually killed by Israel when they come into the, the promised land. But he's the one whom Balak tried to get to curse God's people. And he said, I can't curse what God has blessed. Well, he tried. Here's something that comes out of his mouth in Numbers 24, 17. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall arise out of Israel and batter the brow of Moab and destroy all the sons of Tumult. Now, whatever he means by a star shall come out of Jacob... The wise men saw a star and believed they were seeing a sign of the king of the Jews and traveled from Persia into the land of Israel to honor this baby. So here's something to think about. A pagan man in the Old Testament talks about a star rising. A group of pagans in the New Testament see a star they don't recognize and they follow it to go find Jesus. And they bring the best that they have to offer to worship him. It seems to me that God wants to use, when he needs to, or when it is his heart to, the most unlikely of people to deliver prophecy, to deliver the goods, to expose Jesus to the world. It's teaching me in this season, don't hammer down so hard on people who are presenting Jesus because they don't present him your way or because they don't present him through your lens or through your mouthpiece. Now, I do know there's a side argument that sometimes what we think is Jesus isn't even Jesus. But maybe instead of trying to get everybody up to a certain standard, 
we should just recognize that if God can use Balaam, and God can speak to Balaam through a donkey, and God can use a star, and God can speak to the Magi, the Persian Magi, who worship other gods, then he can speak to us. And maybe that's the greatest thing to learn in Advent, is in the midst of the darkness, God finds a way. See you tomorrow. God bless.